I introduce different people sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly to my online community. And you are one of the most fascinating people I have ever met and come to know. So it really is a treat to have Jack Barsky. And in fact, Jack, people say that your story is so compelling and so fascinating that 60 Minutes has done two different stories and aired it several times. And that is quite an accomplishment. So Jack Barsky is an IT specialist and former sleeper agent of the KGB. So he spied on the US and then worked for the US in counterintelligence. And his autobiography is called Deep Undercover. But Jack also speaks and coaches and consults around the world. So to have some time with Jack Barsky on this lovely Wednesday is really a rare, rare opportunity. So Jack, a very warm welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's uh, nice to talk to you again. And I uh, just want to, when every time people introduce me uh, that way, I sort of blush because fundamentally, I sometimes have to pinch myself and was that me? Uh, I really can't claim credit for most of what happened in my life. Uh, a lot of things just happened and I reacted to them. The little credit I can take is that I reacted in such a way that I'm still able to talk to you today. Yeah. So if you don't mind, take us back to the beginning. I mean, your book does go into detail. So I'm hoping yeah. that people who are intrigued by you will buy a copy, but share a little bit about what got you to the United States. Oh, what got me to the U.S., uh, that was uh, while I was in, in studying chemistry at a university in East Germany, because I was born, raised, and educated in Germany, <clears throat> uh, I was uh, approached by the KGB. And after a long feeling each other out, they, they, had, a, they had a target in mind. They wanted me to become an, an agent. And initially, it was uh, because I'm German. They wanted to send me to West Germany, but it turned out that uh, I do have uh, considerable talent uh, language-wise. So somebody said, wait a minute, maybe we can make him into an American. And I said, why not? <laughs> and so I threw myself into studying English. Uh, I now speak English much better than I speak German. Uh, and uh, so I arrived here in 1978. Uh, discarded my the passport I uh, entered the U.S. with and uh, then uh, uh, proceeded to acquire a U.S. identity under the name of Jack Barsky. Um, Which, of course, is not your real name because your ne real name is Elbrecht. Yeah, very well pronounced, better than most. <laughs> ich bin freue mich, dass du hier bist, Elbrecht. Aha, there's some German in there, very good. Yeah, it's uh, the name I was born with. I always say it is my real name. I can show it, show you my passport. This <laughs> is not my real <laughs> name. Uh, you know, I'm not big on names. I never was. I didn't like the name I was given, and I clearly don't like the name that uh, uh, that I was given again. Uh, but you know, to me, names are labels. Jack, so you get interviewed all the time on every media outlet that there is. And, and people ask you a lot of questions. Right now, very topical has been 
Russian hacking? How involved was Russia espionage? You're an IT specialist. Right now, what are your thoughts? How vulnerable are we? All right. <clears throat> the focus in the last few years has been on Russia that is slightly misplaced. And I think, I think the country is finally waking up that the more... Uh, the more powerful and more long-term uh, threat comes out of China. Uh, having said that, Russia has been an obnoxious uh, adversary for a long, long time. Never, it never stopped, really, even after the Soviet Union fell apart. And when it comes to hacking, I think they're still number one. Uh, they try everything that they can. Hacking is cheap. Uh, uh, Russia is not uh, as uh, economically even 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 half as strong as the Soviet Union was. So therefore, even the intelligence services are uh, somewhat understaffed and underfunded. Hacking is cheap, and uh, so they they and and there's a lot of really 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 good technicians that uh, work and live in in Russia. Some 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 of whom work on behalf of American companies. If I if I'm in charge of an American company, I would be very concerned with outsourcing uh, uh, to Russian uh, companies or, uh, you know, hiring Russian nationals. I have nothing against Russian individuals. I love them. But you got to be uh, concerned with uh, the mischief that comes out of uh, the what is now FSB GRU, the Russian intelligence services. Now you speak and consult companies and you have various topics. If you were, one of your topics is around cybersecurity, correct? Uh, yes, and particularly the, the, uh, the focus is on the insider threat because I, um, I have some experience with that. <laughs> and that's rare, you know, you, you will rarely find somebody who uh, even met an insider because insiders are very difficult to, to, de to detect uh, I can give people advice how to how to go about it, uh, and uh, you know, and I, I I speak from experience because I was the ultimate insider. Think think about it. Uh, I was still operating under my uh, on, under my fraudulently obtained ID when I worked for a large uh, energy producer in the United States, and that company owned a nuclear plant, and uh, I had access to that plant. That's a dangerous insider because you know you can you can put all your firewalls uh, and all kinds of uh, software into your system and around your system. If somebody's already in there, a trusted insider, uh, that's the most dangerous uh, uh, individual to do damage to your organization. So, for anybody who's watching this, who owns a company, is concerned. I know you are available for consultations and keynotes. And Jack, you and I have spoken that you can now do virtual keynotes, as can I. But what is one thing? You know, we hear about ransomware, and my son-in-law works for a company that recently was hacked and had a big demand on ransomware, and it cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. You know. <clears throat> What what prevents this? What is the one thing that uh, a Jack Barsky inside <laughs> well, thing that no, only you can get from watching this interview? There's no magic wand. Okay, uh, depending upon first of all, you you have to determine what is it that you're protecting. What's the value of what you're protecting, and 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 from then you can figure out what measures you have to take to uh, protect it 
uh, your assets uh, to a reasonable extent. You also have to uh, pretty much uh, make preparations for when you will get penetrated because it will happen. There's no such thing as 100% uh, security, uh, but there, you know, it's it, it's a it's a numbers game. You know, yeah. it's it, it's it's it, you have the risk is there and risk will never be zero. Uh, and and there are approaches that you can take that are scientific rather than based on you st sticking your thumb in, in the air and and uh, uh, seeing which way the wind blows, or you know the old way, you know low, medium, and high, this is how I, I used to assess risk in the old days. Uh, um, there, there, there are approaches, and I'm aware of one of them, it's uh, uh, pr uh, promoted by an, an organization called the FAIR Institute. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very uh, scientific, um, uh, math-based uh, approach to risk assessment. And it's a it's a program you have to have. It isn't just just one thing, you know. It it, it inc and that includes very important uh, employee education. Yeah. Uh, because most things that happen that are bad to your company in the cyberspace are based on human error. But you know, for example, changing your password in every twenty one days. You know, that's something that we've always had to do. I mean, how effective is that really? Not very. You know, uh, you want to nowadays. Uh, you know, you, you have to have at least uh, uh, two-way authentication. Passwords are, you know, really, really uh, going out of style. Biometrics, uh, very important. Uh, I, I work for a company that had sort of a I can't name the company that had a secret command center. You could not enter this un, un, unless uh, your eyes registered as somebody who was allowed to go in there. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah. it's going to be and obviously increasingly important as we continue this virtual reality of COVID. I, I wanted to switch for a bit because people can go onto Jack's very extensive website and hire him to speak. He is a fascinating speaker and interview. But one of the topics of your talks is from Russia with love. Tell us a little bit more about that. You, you can also uh, <clears throat> rephrase it in some way. The, the love theme is surprisingly, maybe for some, uh, um, to me is, 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 is very, has become very important uh, because it, it was a, a feature throughout my entire life, which is not necessarily, wasn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily aware of it all the time, but my God, you know, if, if I ever were to get uh, on a TED stage, I would choose the, um, the role of love in, this, in, the, in the life of an undercover agent. Okay, so that's going to be your TED or your TEDx, right? Yes, so yes. the role of love and an undercover agent. Right, and, and that can be expanded to, you know, uh, love is so important to, that defines us who we are as human beings. And uh, that, it was a long way from the uh, loveless, a German to the one that who now realizes that this is at the core of who we are. Uh, and you have a daughter who yes, is how old? Well, I have two. One is 33, right. the other one yes. is nine. <laughs> how different are you as a father to the 33-year-old and the nine-year-old? Um, 
a little bit. Uh, you know, the the 33-year-old is the one who who uh, who changed my life because I stopped spying and I <clears throat> resigned from the KGB because of her existence. She was uh, 18 months old at the time. And I, I, I raised her to the extent I could, but I, I wasn't at that point, at that time, I wasn't emotionally mature, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, the, the things that the hugging and the kissing and all this, 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 this took a while for me to, to get to, you know, as a German to, you know, that's not something that is in the German DNA. Uh, and uh, and then I had to sort of uh, I made a detour into introversion as a as an agent. You know, you hide everything from the outside world. Mm -hmm. That has all disappeared, and so hopefully I'm now able to also give emotionally and then not just physically and intellectually. Now, if anyone's just started to watch now, I'm talking to former KGB spy, um, IT expert, speaker remarkable human being, author Jack Barsky. Jack, in terms of, I mean, right now we're in a precarious position. We've got COVID-19, everyone's on their computers. So life has yeah. changed yeah. a lot. Um, and you are continuing to speak and train. And one of the things that you have overriding in your work is be still and know that I am God is your faith. Uh, yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, as a matter of fact, three weeks ago, I was speaking at a prayer breakfast in Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, I do talk about my faith and uh, the the rather unusual and unpredictable journey from a communist atheist to uh, a believer in, in Christ. Uh, it, uh, it it does well because it, it's a it's an it's it's a story it's partially in my book it's at the end of my book but it's a it's a story that uh, is as i said it's it's also unusual and uh i i have other engagements coming as traveling becomes more uh feasible again and and people congregate again Yes, I say to people when they come onto this platform, Jack, that you are somebody we could never have afforded <laughs> pre-COVID. So there has to be something positive. I get to spend precious time with you. Something people don't know, and certainly my CNN colleagues may not know this, is that you are part of the Mensa group, which is a group of people who have an exceptionally <laughs> high IQ. Now, tell us a little bit about that. This is no time to be bashful because we just want to get to know you. You know, instead of a two, three minute segment, this is behind the scenes with Jack Barsky. Tell us about Mensa, your involvement, and you were going to speak or be part of something recently that I think got I did speak at a, at a regional uh, uh, event here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> it was an interesting experience. Uh, the, this was the only time I have one slide that shows when I was talking about my upbringing in German discipline, I have a, a picture of a, a row of German shepherds that are standing there while a cat is walking by. Nobody gets this. This audience broke out in spontaneous laughter. <laughs> but but this is a why? Wait wait wait. Okay, they got okay. it. They got the joke. The, Which was what? The, aha! <laughs> <laughs> I don't qualify for Mensa. Yes, it does. By the way, intellect is not a def uh, is, is one uh, characteristic uh, of an individual, but I don't believe it's the defining characteristic. 
it's 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 more so wait, just give us the scenario again slowly for whoever's tuning in <laughs> so there's a row of german shepherds they're all yes. sitting there and there's a cat walking by and uh it's obvious that they're not moving and then that's german discipline the german shepherd and i didn't have to talk about this at no other audience responded to this they were like sort of wired that audience was wired into the way i'm thinking <laughs> i have an odd sense of humor and oh by the way uh highly intelligent people usually come across as rather odd sorry and you know this is again something that nobody should take credit for this is a god-given <laughs> god attribute period so jack barsky here you are you've had an extraordinary life in terms of where you're at in, in your life right now and and what you know we all try and have a purpose you know what is your purpose i try and say i want to liberate people from the fear and anxiety of any kind of public speaking platform that's what i want to share with the world i think there are ways we can do it what is jack barsky's purpose that's a good one uh, let's start with the fact that i still have a young family yes <clears throat> and uh, that's a good reason for me to get up every day and, uh, and do work around the house and all that uh other than that is uh you know there's it's twofold but it's sort of connected uh one of them you could call political but it really is not it's philosophical and educate folks on the futility of believing in the communist ideal uh -huh. I grew I grew up with it. I believed in it. It's a romantic notion that doesn't work. It doesn't work simply because we as as human beings just cannot um we're not able to to I say as a large group to to get along and be completely nice to one another. There's always going to be strife. There's always going to be some who will rise to the top and then rule it, try to rule it over you. As I, I, I use an, uh, an analogy, you know, we, we are sort of imperfect bricks and you can't construct a perfect building based on imperfect bricks. Mm, a good analogy. So that's one. The other one is, it's just like, you know, um, being loving, care, uh, you know, caring, kind to others in my daily interaction, and also, you know, when I can talk about love and the importance of it. So I that's going to be the next the next chapter. I know you do. I'm going to read you a list of Jack's topics inside the KGB: a personal history, undercover espionage, myth and reality, and undercover love story from Russia with love, cybersecurity, and the insider threat. And be still and know that I am God. Jack's faith testimony. So, Jack, anybody who's watching this goes, I'd like to be in touch. I'd like to hire you either as a consultant or a speaker, or just understand more. I know the book is available everywhere and it is a fascinating read deep undercover jack barsky and it is his life as a kgb spy starting off in germany jack where can we reach you well this is really simple it's my name jackbarsky.com is my website and there's a uh, there's a section where you can uh, get in touch with me via email i'm also on linkedin and and uh, in my profile there's my email address uh, so it's, it, I'm easy Be in to touch. 
I'm, I'm sure people have questions. Um, I specifically stayed away from talking about Putin and the election and America, <laughs> just because it is so divisive. It's so incendiary. Everybody has different opinions. But for you right now, and just as my last thoughts, as you look at the America you came to and the America of 2020, is there anything specific you want to share? Hmm. Yeah. And and I, I think some invisible source, evil, uh, evil force has drained most of the reason that used to be in America out of society. We are, we are emotionally charged. We don't think anymore. I'm not saying everybody, but the, the majority of, of people, and in a lot of people in the public realm, politicians, actors, uh, and you say everybody, we can't make any more rational arguments because they will be, if, if you don't like my argument, you just sh shut me down. Yeah. And it is not a political statement. This is more, I'm, you know, I'm a thinker and I'm really uh, saddened by the fact that you can't think out loud anymore. You know, it's been such an interesting week because Zinzi Mandela, um, Nelson Mandela's daughter, passed away at the beginning of the week. And just somebody who exemplifies, somebody who used her voice, who spoke up, um, who was the person who in 1985, when P.W. Boerter offered Nelson Mandela, uh, said, you know, I will release you from jail if you are going to exile and don't carry on. Um, she actually read the letter to P.W. Boerter. She was in her early 20s at the time. But just, you know, moments in history, people who are brave enough to speak out, societies that heal or societies where there's just a divisive rift. And, uh, you know, my wish for you and for everybody is somehow there's a rift that is healed through having conversations. Yeah. And I yeah. like what you said, through through deep thought, deep caring thought, compassion, love, you've said a lot so i cannot tell you how much i appreciate just the opportunity to have this conversation and i was very fortunate in my 22 years at cnn that i got to meet people like jack barsky so to bring you to my audience is a real pleasure so i thank you for your time and for just sharing some a moment of you thank you and now i'm blushing again <laughs> <laughs> thank you jack barsky his book deep undercover my secret life and tangled allegiances as a KGB spy in America, a very worthwhile read. Thank you, Jack Barsky, and thank, thank you. you to all of you.